It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. It's 807 at News Talk WSB, 43 degrees outside still. A warm day ahead of us, warmer still tomorrow. Lots of gardening things you can be doing, and we look forward to talking to Mickey Gasway this morning to find out what the Pike Pick of the Weekend is. I guarantee you it will be something you can use. Possibly you can eat as well. 404-872-0750. Mickey will be with us at 835 this morning. Let's go to the phones. we got uh, Anna down in Noonan, Georgia. Hey, Anna. Good morning. Hi, Anna. Hey. Um, thank you for having me, Ellen. Um, I have a question. Um, I'm on my way to a plant sale right now. Yeah. And I would like some advice, possibly. Um, I own a photography studio, and I try to create little areas outside uh, that I can get a pretty that I can photograph and, and how to be nice. Yeah. Um, usually I don't know what I'm doing. I kind of just wing it and whatever happens, happens. Um, but I'm thinking about an area that's mostly sun. It may get a little bit of shade. Um, and I was thinking maybe of adding structure as a starting point. If not, I wouldn't buy that today, but um, and my area is about 16 feet wide. I really have as much area as I want. So you, you want a place that you can sit people down or stand them up and take photographs of them? Yes. Ha! Huh. What would we plant around there that would be interesting both blooming and when it's not blooming too? Let's see. We need some greenery and some flowers. And I want to give you some things that are common, just plants. You'll see some at your plant sale, I'm sure. And the uh, hydrangeas of most any kind will be blooming at a certain time. We know that the uh, mop head hydrangeas will bloom in May and June, so they will be blooming then, but they'll have the greenery or the foliage uh, for most of the year. And not only the mop head hydrangeas, but also the, what I call the panicle hydrangeas. The panicles include limelight and um, PG and two or three more. And so when you go to the plant sale, say, not only do I want these mop heads or lace caps perhaps, but I would like some panicle hydrangeas as well, because that will give you the flowers later on in the summertime to have, you know, to situate for your photographic uh, needs. Okay. If we want something green all the time, and you were thinking of an arbor or something like that to grow things onto, give some shade on your subjects, then Confederate jasmine. Why not? Confederate jasmine would grow in, in Noonan. I don't think it would be frozen too often, and you would have this arbor full of greenery. Flowers occasionally. It flowers in the next yeah. two weeks or so with nice fragrant flowers on that. Um, 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 what else do we put in there? You can always use gardenias. Gardenias, nice, deep, dark green, so give you a nice, solid green background and some flowers occasionally on that. And then as far as just annual color, honestly, that's going to be pots, and you're going to go to some nursery somewhere and say whatever's blooming right then and have a little stand or something that you can put it around your subjects and have the flower around them, but that'll be just annual color you'll buy as mm -hmm. the situation demands. Okay. I was thinking instead of an arbor to put, um, use a couple old doors. 
somehow erecting those old doors and then going, you know, a little bit of that, um, a little bit more um, interesting and different. You know? Oh, sure. Okay. So, okay. what's your question about the doors? Well, um, you know, then I, would I still want that jasmine to climb to climb up on me? I guess I could, right? You could, sure. No yeah. reason not to. Okay. It would be interesting. It would be interesting to see some, maybe a faded, painted red door uh, with jasmine green, dark green leaves of jasmine going up and down. Sure, that would be interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, this gives me a good start. All right. And go to the plant sale. Many times at these plant sales, there are master gardeners just running, <laughs> running around loose and wild. And just, just say, who is a resident master gardener who likes designing gardens? And they'll point you out to this person or that person and just take them aside and say, here's what I have in mind. Have a little piece of paper to sketch out your your uh, situation. You've got sun, you got shade, and let them have at it with you and walk you around there. That's a great advantage of some of the... Uh, small, you know, plant sales around is the master gardeners are usually there involved in some way with it, and they'll be happy to give you answers to your questions. Thanks so much for calling, Anna. Who's next? We got Kathy in Mount Airy. Hey, Kathy. Good morning. Good morning, Walter. I'm so glad to talk to you and Ashley this morning. Sure. How can I help? I've got an antique wheelbarrow that I'm going to put on my deck, oh, good. and I'm going to grow herbs in it so I can get to them real quick from my kitchen. Got it. So my question is specifically on the soil. I need to know, number one, how deep should I make that? And then number two, how sandy should it be? Because some things that I've read said that they like sand. And then number three is, do all the herbs like the same kind of soil? Hmm. I think you could be fine, as far as the soil question goes. I think you'd be fine with any of the bagged name brand type products. So uh, miracle Grow and... Uh, Monrovia used to have, I guess they still have their branded uh, product. So I would use either one of those, the one that say moisture control or a little okay. bit of fertilizer added to them. I think they would all do fine for you. You're, of course, going to punch holes in the wheelbarrow so it drains, right? Done. Yeah. Okay, and done. I've got some screening to go on the bottom yeah. to make a big mess. Yeah. As long as you have drainage, then I think the planting soil, the container soil that you buy, is, as long as it's brand name, will be fine. And as far as what soils the plants need, yeah, most of the uh, herbs that you'll grow, certainly the rosemary, the oregano, chives, um, thyme, all of those like, the I think, the kind of bag soil that you'll buy. So I don't see any reason to obsess about which one needs more sand or less sand or okay. something like that. They'll be fine. Okay. And then how deep should I make that wheelbarrow? Fill it up. Okay. <laughs> Is that a good answer? Fill it up. Yes, thank you so much. Uh, and you'll have lots and lots and lots of fun because I think that, you know, the wheelbarrow A will be decorative and really pretty, and the herbs in it will be those that I mentioned are mostly evergreen, certainly rosemary and the oregano at the time, mm -hmm. and, the, and the chives will be evergreen. You can add some basil in the corner, have one corner devoted to the annual herbs that you want to grow. So, man, I can just really see this as being really, really attractive. Yeah, and you know my grandkids love it. I've got a small pot out there with chocolate mint and some stevia, mm -hmm. and they like to come over and pull yeah. these at the same time and chew on them. Yeah, sure, exactly. That. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, thanks so much. You bet, Kathy. Thanks for calling. All right, bye. We've got Bob in Bethlehem who joins us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, Bob, good morning. Hey, Walter. Hey, man. Hey, I've got some ball trout trees out in the, out in the woods, and I didn't care if I them. Bob, 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 you have faded away. Bethlehem has taken you away from us. 
Don't do it. All right, all right, Bob. Come on, let's get, get you back in that good cell. Go ahead, Bob. Can I put mulch around trees in the woods and not get termites in my live trees? Uh, yes. Termites, generally speaking, are only able to to digest dead wood, wood that has started being decomposed just a little bit. It's when the termite comes in and starts chewing on it. The subterranean termites can decompose wood or they chew on wood, I guess. But when it's a live tree, in general, no, termites can't get in there unless there's some void already that has some wood that they can get to that's already been partially decomposed. So, yeah, you can put wood chips and things like that around trees without much problem or much worry about termites at all for them. So termites are part of the natural ecosystem of decomposition in a, in a woodland area. And adding them around the trees, adding mulch around the trees is not particularly going to make the trees more susceptible to have termites running up and down inside the tree or anything like that. Go ahead and use them. At a house, of course, the safety aspect is you keep the mulch away from the house about 12 to 16 inches just so that there's no bridge over any chemical barrier that you might have around your house. But that's not really the situation you have around trees. So, yeah, use the chips. Bottom line, use the chips. Don't worry too much about it, Bob. Let's go to uh, Doug. Doug's in Lawrenceville and joins us. Hey, Doug, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. How can I help, Doug? I've got a question that you answered about a year ago, and I didn't write it down. What is it? Uh, my blueberries. You, had, you told me to mix mill organite with something and then fork it in around the roots. Oh, yeah, man. That's my rejuvenate formula. Yeah. Um, mill organite, and you're driving right now. How are you going to write this down now, then, Doug? I'm going to pull over. You better get off soon. <laughs> it's not hard to remember. All right, you got the first part, mill organite, or honestly, Doug, you can use uh, the Espoma uh, Hollytone fertilizer, or you could use the EB Stone uh, general purpose fertilizer from Pike. All those work fine, but you take about a quart of your slow release whatever fertilizer brand you want to use and you mix that with a cubic foot and a half or maybe two cubic foot bag of soil conditioner that's the other ingredient that you're looking for planting soil they sell at pike is the same stuff and you just put it in a wheelbarrow mix the two of them together nicely with a stick or a hoe or something like that and then fork it in you spread it in a layer about a half an inch thick around your blueberries and sort of stick your fork back and forth back and forth in the ground to fork it in and loosen the soil and allow the material to sift into the holes you made with your fork that okay. is going to make some shrubs real happy. Now, um, the mill organite, if I, does, that, does that expire after a period of time? If I bought a big mm. bag of mill organite last, last year? No. Nope. Is it going to be? No, nope. perfectly fine. Out? Still got the good stuff in it, yeah. Okay. All right. Fantastic. All right. So much. Good luck with it, man. It's 818 at News Talk WSB. We'll be back after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves for the lawn and garden advice you need. With a quick weather update brought to you by Aquin Security, mid to high 60s today. We like that a lot, 43 degrees right now, a little bit higher than that overnight. Tomorrow, 70s and 50 degrees overnight. A very, very pleasant weekend, not much rain in the forecast. Your full weekend forecast comes up in 10 minutes on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Josh is out in Bogart, joins us on Lawn and Garden. Josh, hey, good morning. 
Good morning. How are you doing today? Doing fine. Josh, how can I help? Yes, looking for the best thing to plant that would attract butterflies. Lantana. There is one plant that is covered in butterflies from the moment it blooms until the frost comes and hits it. It is lantana. Lantana. Yeah. Now, I have a lot of clay in the soil. Is there anything i got to do special or... Plant it. <laughs> Lantana is one of the it. toughest. There's one in particular, if you want a, want a real recommendation, Josh, is a lantana called Miss Huff, because Miss Huff is her yard over there in Lexington, Georgia, is where the guys from Goodness Grows found it. So uh, Miss Huff lantana comes back every year and gets about five, six feet, five feet high, let's say, six feet wide over a two or three year period. So it's a perennial lantana. There are other lantanas, and I went to Pike um, yesterday and saw a table full of lantana that had pink and yellow and white and red, and there's every color in the world. Most of those are annuals you have to replant every year. Okay. But if you want the butterflies, I would go lantana. If you want something, I mentioned earlier this morning about pollinators and how I planted some homestead purple verbena. And so if you want another butterfly attractor, verbena is a really good one. Now, how far, if, if I wanted to plant them on an embankment, how far apart should I plant them? How tall is the embankment? How wide? Uh, probably about 24 feet. Tall or wide? Wide and about 5 feet at a slant. Yeah. I can see planting the Miss Huff Lantana in a couple of, uh, of layers, a couple of heights on the bank, so that the roots really got were able to get into and root into the uh, the soil of the bank there. Okay. So Miss Huff would be about every couple of three feet probably from each other. The annual lantanas, uh, that's not going to be such a great situation because you have to replant them and they won't hold the soil of the bank very well. So Miss Huff is the only one I would think about doing that there. Homestead purple, much the same every couple of feet, and you could mix them, match them, and zigzag them, and do all sorts of crazy things with them if you wanted to. Maybe put a put a vine in there, maybe some Carolina jessamine or something. I'm not thinking much else that would work there. But uh, there's a possibility of putting a vine in there as well. Lantana, verbena, butterflies, you got them. It's 828. We'll be back to more Lawn and Garden after news. It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. It's 8.36 on a Saturday morning, 45 degrees outside, warming up into the mid to high 60s today, 70s tomorrow. A very nice weekend to get out in the, in the garden, play in the dirt, do what you want to do. And where would we play in the dirt most effectively and get the prettiest plants in Atlanta? Of course, we'd get it from Pike Nursery. Our friend Mickey Gasaway joins us this morning. Hey, Mickey. Hey, Walter. How are you? I'm pretty well. I was at your pike, or I should say my pike. I was at my pike yesterday at Toco Hill, and they had flower, 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 flower upon flower. It looks gorgeous inside there. Yes, one of, one of the employees, the newer employees, he's changed. He said, I got to wait on Walter. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I said, oh, really? What did he find? He said, well, he found a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the real problem with Pike, is you go in buying one thing and you end up with eight things. And so... Of course. What if you worked here all the time? That would be, that I'm would like be pretty a, awful. I'm like an alcoholic working in a liquor store. But, <laughs> It's pretty true. It is true. So let's get down to business right now. The pike right. pick of the weekend. What is it going to be, Mickey? Um, it's going to be herbs. So all of our herbs, the perennials and all annuals in every herb? All the herbs, the basil and the rosemary and the thyme and the sage and all of it. I was. I had a caller earlier who sadly was not near a pike nursery because she's in Mount Airy. Uh, mm -hmm. So I held back from telling her about the uh, herb sale at Pike Nursery. So <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that, but everybody else within the Atlanta area for lo local to a Pike Nursery go by, and 20% off. Just tell the cashier, hey, this rosemary and this oregano, this thyme, they're all 20% off. Mickey said so. There it is. That's exactly right. I hope everybody will come out and take advantage. So let's go over the basics of herb planting. And I had another caller who wanted to plant, and it was the same caller, I guess it was, who wanted to plant her wheelbarrow. And I said basically one of the branded um, potting soils, planting soils that you have for containers would work fine in a wheelbarrow. You agree or any other in a better? Oh, absolutely. Things? No, I think it does good. That's what I use in just about to plant anything. Sure. In a container, I use the pipe. It's in the blue bag. Yeah. Potting and container mix, and it does great. One of the things that I've been playing with this wintertime is planting nasturtium seed. I planted them back the first week or so in February, well, later than that, middle of February. That I planted okay. nasturtium seed, and now all those vines are just cascading over each other underneath the grow lights that I have. And so yesterday I took them outside, got some planting soil, put them in a pot, put them in the bright shade, and we're going to see how my nasturtiums do this uh, summer. When did they bloom? My memory, I've only grown them once before, and that was several Midsummer. years ago. Midsummer's my memory. Okay. I know they taste good. Yeah, they do taste good. And they have pretty pretty flowers. And this is a variegated leaf, and so it's uh, all sorts of fancy. So uh, nasturtium, we'll see about that. But I've planted again in the in the planting soil from y'all and seems to be good quality stuff, and it'll make my but nasturtium But then in the happen. ground, you can use the, the planting mix, mm -hmm. which is bark-based, and it drains real good, and that's what you need. You just mix that in. Most of the herbs are from the Mediterranean. Most of the culinary herbs are from the Mediterranean, where it's hot and dry and good drainage. So that's what you need to replicate. And one of the things I pointed out to my caller is that many herbs are perennial. The rosemary is mostly right. perennial. The oregano, I've got a patch that was one plant 10 years ago, and now it's five feet wide, five feet long. That's right, and sage. Sage. Uh, oh, yeah, I didn't think about sage. That's a great idea, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've got sage that... the gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And you know, some of the some people think the only one you can cook with is just the gray sage, but the purple sage and the tricolor sage taste just as good as sure. the other. I've tried them all. I can't tell the difference. And in my garden, garlic is in every corner where I don't pull it out, so I've got garlic everywhere. So sure. Speaking of that, don't plant mint in your bed. Well, or lemon balm in your bed. Oh my gosh. Plant them in pots. I was. Uh, I'm not even sure in lemon balm should be in a pot. I don't know where lemon balm should be, but I was Maybe pulling it. Maybe in the middle it. of the driveway in a pot. Yeah, I was pulling it yesterday, thinking, why did anybody ever plant Walter lemon balm in this garden? It is a real thug. It gets but places. But it smells so good. Oh man, it smells so great. And I will admit to you, and I, not to anybody else. Don't tell anybody. I told you this, Mickey. Okay. One plant of lemon balm 
I let it remain because I thought the kids in the neighborhood like to come up and rub the leaves and smell their fingers on it. So I left it there by my driveway. Okay. And then I regret it every time I have to pull it up around the whole yeah, yard. That's right. This time next year, <laughs> yeah, I did the same thing. I left one, and um, it took over. I, I promise you, I don't know how it did it, but it went across the driveway. And it came up to the lawn. I, I don't. I don't know how that happened, but it did. And, we need to remind everybody about the container gardening classes, April the yeah. 11th through the 15th at Select Pike Nursery Locations. Correct. Happening there. I got the got the memo yesterday. Ladybug Weekend, April 21 through 23rd right. at all the stores. Beneficial Bugs Class, April 22 at all Pike locations. That's so, so much fun. Yeah. That, that's, a, that's one of our fun weeks. We, we love doing the Ladybug Weekend. I bet it is. So... Let's conclude. Let's get out of here. I got callers right. lined up here. So, Miss Mickey sure. Gazaway for herbs on sale today. Pike pick of the weekend, twenty percent off at all Pike locations. And Miss Gazaway, where would we find all the locations around Atlanta? One more thing: be sure oh. to tell the the, the, impl- <laughs> the cashier, and you go to pikenursery.com. Tell the cashier, of course. And Mickey said so. This is the Pike pick of the weekend at pikenursery.com. Mickey, it's great talking to you. You too. Have, see you next week. See you next Saturday. We're in Ackworth. That's right. We'll be together once again. Ackworth Pike have Nursery. We'll be there at 6 a.m. next Saturday morning. We'll have Chick fil A, Ackworth Chick fil A. Uh, biscuits will be there around 6 30 or 6 45 or so. We'll have a Chateau Elan giveaway. We've got all those good things and the opportunity to give Mickey and me your bugs and your weeds and your baggies and everything else. Vernon is in Vinings, Georgia, and joins us on the Lawn and Garden. Hey, Vernon, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, man. What's up? Uh, I've got a, a plot of land that uh, has, is a great place for a garden. It's on a light slope, and I've got it all tilled up really well. Right. And I've, I've drug my, my hoe across it where I've got some, some ridges and some troughs that kind of go across the slope and everything. Mm-hmm. And, and now I've got a packet of seeds of, of tomatoes that are just begging to be planted. Yeah. And, and I don't know, do I put them down in the trough or do I put them on top of the ridges? Not a deep trough, but a little bit of a trough, yes, uh, an inch or so. If you're talking four inches down, that's way too deep. That's where you plant corn, and so you can hill around the corn stalks so they stand upright. For tomatoes, an inch is fine. Half an inch is okay. Not deep. That makes sense. All right. Thank you a lot. Some some of what I say makes sense. Some of what I say doesn't make any sense either, Vernon. (laughs) But, But um, you know... One of the things you can do if you want to speed up germination just a little bit, if you just want to play with this, you may not want to play at all, but if you're one of those people who like to play, if you want to put the tomato seed down, pat them in with your hand as you go down the row uh, to compact the soil, water it a little bit, then over the top put some uh, plastic, a little strip of plastic a foot wide and however long the row is, and let the plastic warm the soil within three days. It'll be so warm, those tomatoes will bang right up against the plastic, peel it off, throw it away, and you got the tomato seeds coming up. You can transplant them. If they're too crowded, you can thin them out if you just want to pull them out with your fingers. But you'll have a bunch of tomatoes in that row. Very good. All right. I'll give that a shot. Good luck Thank with you the Vernon. Life. We'll see you, man. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. We got, who's next? We got John in Smyrna, Georgia joining us. Hey, John. Morning. Hey, good morning, Walter. How are you? I'm all right. What's up? Good. Banana trees. Yeah. We've got probably anywhere from eight to ten of them in our backyard around our pool. 
and we've we've toyed around in years past. <clears throat> Their native habitat is a little small town just north of Panama City Beach, Florida. <laughs> and they <laughs> and you got them from there a long time right. ago. Right. Uh, we started probably six years ago with one or two of them, I believe, right. and each year they multiply. Yeah, okay. Um, <clears throat> this year we didn't do anything to them at all, and of course they're dead, um, but they always seem to come back. What What's the best, you know, winter maintenance or, or spring maintenance for them? Because I'm, I'm looking at one right now, and it's it's probably 10 feet tall, and it's completely dead. Do we just let the new ones come up in the soil below? Or do we need to chop yeah. these? The, the, the ladder. You, you just don't know what is completely dead and what's sort of dead and what's sort of sleeping right now. It's still, I right. mean, gosh, it's still just April. So right. uh, very likely the ones that are 10 feet tall, they're all dead all the way to the ground, and there'll be little sprouts that'll come up at the base, little pups that'll come up at the base. But you don't really know what's going to happen. And so if you want to cut down the tallest ones and just let them be gone, it's always the pups that are the most vigorous anyway. So I would wait for the pups, but I would wait another three weeks easily to see what comes up. Okay. All right. We'll do that. What's another... uh some other tropical plants that you could rattle off. We've got uh, elephant ear, man. We got to have elephant ear back there. We got elephant we've got, ear. We've got, we've got, got elephant ear. We've got lantana. We've got hydrangea. Caladiums Garden. look good. Big leaves. Big leaves. Canna, man. Put some cannas back canna. there. Yeah. The canna we have to thin out every year. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. 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 Make it tropical like crazy. Um, hey, man. You got palms. You got windmill palm. You could plant there as well to give you the palm look. We've tried. We've tried that, and I, I think we have a soil drainage issue because they only last a year. Yeah, it could be that too. But that's another yeah. solution for others who are looking for something tropical. Windmill palm certainly stands the stands the heat, stands the cold. Looks great. Okay, we'll give that a shot too. All right. All right. Thank you, Walter. Great talking to you, John. Thanks for yes, calling, sir. my friend. It's 847, and we'll be back after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellis weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves for the lawn and garden advice you need. And a quick weather update brought to you by Ackerman Security at 853-47 degrees outside. Going up another 20, let's say, today up to the mid to high 60s this afternoon. Overnight lows in the 50s again. Tomorrow, higher still, 70, mid-70s tomorrow. Your full weekend forecast comes up in 10 minutes on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And don't forget, spring break. I think the end of spring break begins tomorrow. Lots of people coming through Atlanta, coming back home. And then Monday, people go into work, and we're just not sure exactly what's going to happen with traffic. But the good news is triple-team traffic right here on News Talk WSB. Every six minutes, Monday morning, listen early, listen often. We have the most dependable traffic reports in the country. And you can follow Ashley Frasca and her Twitter handle, Ashley Frasca WSB, if you want to see pictures and commentary about traffic every day during the week. Ashley does a terrific job on Twitter, Ashley Frasca WSB. At 8.54, Mike is in Fayetteville and joins us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, Mike, good morning. How you doing, Walter? Hey, Michael, we're uh, all right. My, uh, my problem is with avocado trees. Sure. I've tried them in the past, and the most success I've had is getting them outside. In this one particular incident, it was a tree that made it 
four feet tall. Wow. As long as, long as it was inside. Yeah. I don't know what's killing them. I don't know if it's a matter of being the Georgia humidity. I have always tried waiting to take them outside until uh, the middle or late April where it's fairly cool. Mm-hmm. And within 30 minutes, the leaves turn brown, wilt up, and die. <laughs> Have you got any clues as to if is it the Georgia humidity, just the wrong zone? More than likely, or, it's more sunshine than it wants that soon after it's been indoors. It gets uh, I've tried hardening them off uh, for put them outside for half an hour and then bring them back in, and within a half an hour, most of the leaves have turned brown and died. Yeah, but I wouldn't ever put them in full sun, even if it's just thirty minutes outside. From the beginning, right. it would always be in pretty good shade. I mean, pretty good shade, maybe no direct sunshine for at least a week outdoors, and then gradually move them over into a little more sunshine and maybe never put them in full, full sunshine, but just allow morning sun, afternoon shade, or something like that. But, Is there anybody out there that can talk to me that has had success growing them here in Georgia? I've never seen one taller than four feet. I mean, if you've done four feet, Mike, with an avocado, you're already better than most that I talk to. Well, my biggest triumph was with the 15 pineapple tr- uh, plants in years <laughs> past. But... <laughs> Uh, that that got very demanding. Moving them back inside. Yeah, I can time. imagine. I can but, imagine. Uh, I have tried partial shade on the avocados under a maple tree, but I would love to hear from someone or be put in contact with someone uh, around Woolsey or Brooks or Fayette yeah, sure. County that has had complete success. Pick their avocados off the tree and eat it. I would love to hear. Hey, if you talk to me, I will pass it on to Mike. If anybody has ever had an avocado that they had harvested successfully in Georgia, Michael, I want to know first, and then I'll tell you about it too. All right? Thanks for calling, Michael. we got to get out of here. we got Dave Baker beating on the windows out here to come in and host the Home Fix-It show. It's been such a great surprise this morning. I thought Ashley was at the Masters this week, but she showed up, and here she is. Ashley Frasca screening calls, answering questions off the air, and just being an absolute joy to work with. Miss Anti-Grumpa-Lump, there she is. DeMarco Williams screening, our, not screening our calls, well, one call he screened this morning, and choosing our music doing our engineering make sure we stay on the air don't forget i'll be at the ackworth pike nursery next saturday morning chick-fil-a ackworth chick-fil-a giving us biscuits around 6 45 next saturday i'll be at kofer's home and garden today 11 o'clock to one o'clock bring your bugs and your weeds and anything you want to talk about i'll be signing garden books if you want to buy a garden book as well i'll be there too it's been a great saturday morning stay tuned home facing show is straight ahead next saturday morning pike nursery we'll see you then